so do y'all remember how I got that job? You know, that, I mean, I said I was excited about, and I mean, I was, um, yeah. So I quit, you know, let me explain. Welcome to the Money Making Housewife Show. This podcast was created to empower women to achieve their version of success so they can have all they desire and deserve in life. I am Jaleesa and I'm your BFF in your head, reminding you of how dope you really are and giving you tough love when you need it the most. Here at the Money Making Housewife Show, we are moving with purpose, honoring the season that we're in and remembering to show up for ourselves while showing up for everyone else. Thank you so much for being here. Subscribe, rate, and review, and let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome back to the show. It's your host, Jaleesa Smith. I do appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Um, and if, you, it's your, if you're new here, <laughs> where are my manners? Hello, I'm Jaleesa Smith, and this is my show, The Money Making Housewife Show, okay? <laughs> welcome to the show. So this episode is about quitting. You know, quitting gets a really bad rap because it's like we can't quit anything. We need to just stick it out. We need to stay committed and follow all the way through, even when we know something doesn't work for us or when something doesn't align with us. But I personally feel like at this big age, I know what aligns with me and what doesn't. And the the job that I got just wasn't for me. Um, it turned out when we get really got into the work like the actual what we're going to be doing day to day, I was just like, "Mm -mm." but before we get into all that, I always go over why I like to um, share a quote with you that, you know, I call the gem of the day. And this quote really speak, I mean, these quotes really, they just speak to me. And whenever I'm listening to a good podcast, um, any good messages in the morning, you know, any good motivational messages on YouTube or books, whatever, I'll write them down. I have a whole note like in my notes app and I just have a bunch of quotes in here. So, you know, I never gonna run out. This one is from Oprah. Okay. And she said, you want to be in the driver's seat of your life because if you don't, your life will drive you now. Come on, like, come on. That is good. Okay. That is good. I, I want to be in the driver's seat of my life. And I know a lot of times if you're like me, you felt in the passenger seat, like you felt like you haven't had control. You know, for me, stemming back from childhood, when I couldn't say what I want to say, I couldn't express myself how I wanted to express myself. Um, whether it was speaking or just things that I wanted to do, you know, activities I wanted to do, or clothes I wanted to wear, or just, you know, standing up for myself, like even in situations where I was being bullied, you know, like <laughs> I just, I couldn't do that. So you know what? Now, you know, my birthday is in two weeks. I will be 35 years old. Okay. Praise God. And I'm just, I'm really about being in the driver's seat. So I am speaking up for myself. I am asserting myself. I am setting boundaries. Um, I'm not doing things that I don't want to do. And the first, so I started the job and the thing is that I waited to start this job for like a month after I got it. So that was also the thing like, bruh, I really wished I had liked it. I actually, so it was a sales job, right? And they called it an inside sales job because the people, they'll fill out a form on their website and then we'll call them. However, it's a little bit deceiving because they fill out a form and 
they're filling out this form thinking that they're creating a profile on the website, you know? So it's like the same thing. Like say you were to sign up for Instagram, you know, you get a free profile obviously, but then Instagram wants you to run ads cause you sign up as a business profile. So then say like you just create a regular profile, but then you have a weird number calling you and it's somebody from Instagram ads or meta ads, I should say. And they're trying to get you to, sign up for ads. And that's essentially what I was doing. Obviously not for Instagram, but I just wanted to paint that picture, give that example. So it was a little bit deceiving because it's like when people signed up, they didn't know that they were going to be called by us, you know? So you're, it's essentially still cold calling. You're kind of still catching people off guard for the most part. Um, and that was my experience because because like most obviously obviously most people don't answer the phone like 95 percent of people do not answer the phone and that's a statistic like it's a fact like <laughs> I don't even answer my phone like that so I understand but like the act of just pushing the button on in Salesforce having my little headset and like calling people all day ciao mm -mm, that wasn't for me and then so I had a situation on Thursday where I connected with someone and, you know, the big thing in sales is handling objections and, you know, keeping them on the phone and talking to the people, right? Because it's just about talking to people, communicating. But let me tell you, um, so we had like five trainers, you know, and essentially after the first week, we weren't really being trained. We were just on the phones. And if you got somebody on the phone, then, you know, after like, uh, like seven to 10 minutes, you're like a trainer would hop in on the call and they would so the person can't hear them but you can hear them so they're like coaching you through what to say even though we have a script and like you know just helping you out <sighs> yeah so this um particular day had this guy on the phone right he did not want to talk at first he was like oh I had a bad experience with you guys like you know um this are you this person are you this like so I'm explaining it to them it, it to him He's on the phone, so I'm handling all his objections. He had, like, five. Like, I don't know. He had a lot of, object of objections, right? And I just kept him on the phone. I, but I had to, like, go off script to keep him on the phone, and I was coming back to the script. So then a trainer gets in my ear, and she's like, hey, it's been eight minutes, and you haven't done this. You haven't said this. And I'm like, girl, get out of my conversation. Like, I understand what you're trying to do here, but it in that moment, it wasn't very effective, right? So then – she gets out and then I guess she tags another trainer in and it's like the head trainer, right? So then the head trainer gets in and I'm like really getting through the script and getting like down to where we're about to, you know, possibly discuss pricing, do all that, right? And pricing's like a big thing. It's like we don't give pricing or, you know, the company did not want to give pricing until the person was like on board, ready to go, you know, really, really ready. Like we had to like verify and triple down and double verify and trial quote like you know we did not get pricing like that right so anyway um it was a big deal like I got him this far and you know something that I've learned when it comes to sales is like not to be attached to the outcome because that affects my conversation at least like that affects the conversation that you have it affects your active listening so you know it's just being there with the person and talking with them communicating with them sharing your value giving the pitch all that but not being so attached to whether they say yes or no. So I personally was not worried about, you know, c the clothes because I knew it was coming. 
you know, like I knew it was coming. And if I could just keep this guy on the phone, I can give the clothes. Like I can pitch him for real, for real. So anyway, anyway, um, the trainer is like, scream, like, okay, so I have the guy, I'm not have my headset on. The trainer is like screaming in my ear, like, say this, you didn't say this, say it exactly how I'm saying it, because the guy is giving objections now, you know, he wants price or he wants, I forget what else he wanted to talk about. He wanted to, he had some other objection and I completely forget what it was, but I was like in fight or flight, like in, I have not felt like that in a really long time. And I don't know, in a, I don't know. I just felt crazy. Like I felt like I didn't have control over the situation. I felt like she was just, she wouldn't shut up in my ear telling me to say stuff that like, I don't say in a way that I don't say the stuff, you know, and I just really didn't like my, my, all my anxiety was just coming up and this was Thursday and I had been feeling anxious about, um, about like the job since midway through Monday because of just, I didn't, I just didn't like being on the phone all day. Like I'm like, I can do half a day, but this all day on the phone, if this is what this is, I don't like this. I was like, this is not this is not it. I really did like the people that I met. Um, some of the people that I met in my training class, I liked them. I had a good time with them. Um, I'm not going to say I don't, I didn't like dislike the trainers. I just didn't like how they were training us. And, um, I'm like, you know what? I feel like I've learned more about sales through YouTube videos and I'm trying to like than what they've taught us. And I'm really trying to like act, you know, like implement that on this phone call. And she's impeding my ability to do that and she was like legit screaming in my ear um and I knew I feel like she knew she was a little bit intense because we had a debrief after the call because eventually the guy hung up um and you know she was like I thought she was gonna be like hey you didn't say this you but she was like really calm and nice and I was like huh Mm, this is not really my like not that she's not nice but it's just like she's more intense it was very it was a it was a very intense situation and I'm like no not for this pay not even if I were to get that commission it wouldn't even be that serious like I'm not no no there's to me I just could not see the upside I could not see the payoff like I could not see excuse me the benefit of the payoff I'm like what am I doing this for who what am I trying to prove like I have nothing to prove you know, like the way everything that I went through this year and I was able to pivot and come into a whole new industry and, you know, do well and, and understand it and grasp the concepts. And then it's just the, this particular role that I didn't like. So I really made it a um, a point to like before I quit, I'm like, OK, I prayed about it. You know, I was like, God, please direct my next best move. Like, please just let me know if this is what I should be doing. Like, cause I don't want to quit too early, you know, cause I definitely don't feel good about, like, I didn't feel good about quitting, you know, like I didn't feel like, yay, I'm going to quit. I just started this job, but I'm going to quit now because I don't like it. Mm. You know, no, it wasn't like that. But, um, so funny, I actually said that prayer to God on Wednesday afternoon and Wednesday night. And then again on Thursday morning and then Thursday morning, right before lunch, this is my experience. And I'm like, yeah, no, I think God. And I was like, God, please make it abundantly clear because you know, I'm a little hard headed and you know, sometimes like I can't see stuff. Um, and I think, you know, and I don't know if you're talking to me or <laughs> I was like, please make this abundantly clear. And he did. And he did. Okay. So 
your girl is gone. Okay. Excuse me. Your girl is gone from that role. Um, and I'm grateful because y'all, let me tell you, let me just tell you how God works, <sighs> how alignment is just real and how God will just bring things into your, uh, what's the word into your, um, view, you know, in, God will just make things clear to you and bring things into your view that are more aligned with you. So let me, anyway. So I have an interview today with a company that is really cool, a company that I actually use and a company that is and a, for a role that is that I've already done, but on my own. And it, this company is way more aligned and I am so excited. Of course, I don't want to like share everything yet until I actually secure the role, but it's just, I would have never known about this opportunity. Like I, if I was still working for that company, and you know what it was? So on Thursday, on one of my breaks, I was like, you know what? F this. This is stupid. I cannot do this anymore. Like I, my, my whole body is anxious. This is not a good sign. So I went on LinkedIn jobs and the job was right there. You know how, like I, I, I hadn't even been searching for the job. You know, I, I wasn't searching for that role for sure. I didn't even know that even was a role like a formal, you know, role from a company, right? Not a contracting, a full-time role. Um, and I'm like, dang, like, this is amazing. So I, that's when I got my energy back. <laughs> I was so depleted from that conversation, but I got my energy back. Girl, let me tell you, I applied to that job so fast. I filled the questions out. I did the videos. Yes, there was videos and I did them ASAP. Okay, because I also had got my hair done that day. So I was like, okay, my hair is fresh. You know, it was easy to just get ready to go and do that. Um, do that, uh, the application process. And then I went and I messaged everyone from that company I could find on LinkedIn, like immediately, like I did all this within 20 minutes of finding out about the job, because I was like, this is this is I can totally do this. This is for me, you know, and wow. And now look, what, one, two, uh, I don't know, four days later, I have um, an interview this morning. So I am super duper excited about that. And I'm really grateful. And I think it'll be a really great opportunity. And it'll be like, the thing is that it could be a cool opportunity to grow within a company. And so I know y'all thinking like, wait, aren't you going back to coaching? I did. I am coaching. Like I'm still doing that. Right. However, the way that I am like managing my time out now, and I will say the job for that two weeks, they definitely helped me to manage my time better because I'm up earlier. I'm more efficient with my time. I have like certain working hours. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm preparing Vanna's lunch ahead of time so that I can, um, I can get her to camp, you know, on time and I can make sure that I have my time to do my work and, you know, I'm planning out my work and all that kind of stuff. So pretty much just, at least it did that for me. It gave me, um, reminded me that I needed some more structure. Okay. Because, Ooh, that eight 30 to five 30 was not easy work, you know, like having to be on the camera and be on zoom and all that kind of stuff all day. But I really feel like um, that led me to this, you know, I feel like I had to do that to get to this because I wouldn't, I don't even know how I would have seen this opportunity, y'all, if I don't even know how I saw it, honestly, because when I went back into LinkedIn after I applied, I didn't see it. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I'm like, where did this go? I had to search for it. 
but I would not have known to search for it. So that was really cool. The job was posted only an hour ago. It's a very niche role. So it has only a few applicants. And I'm like, wow, this is totally for me. Um, I know I could be impactful. And I know that this will be this will allow me to sharpen my skills. Um, like as far as communication and with coaching and with working with people and helping people. So this will help me to sharpen those skills, but it will also help me to, um, you know, build my own business. Cause I am going back into coaching and it'll, it'll give me like some runway, you know what I mean? Like it'll give me some runway. It'll give me some money to invest in my business. It'll help my husband to feel like, okay, you know, I don't got to worry so much about my, about, my, about my wife. Like I, you know, she good you know, as far as like finances, like he can focus on what he got to focus on and not worry about me because, you know, men, they just put everything on their shoulders. Like they put the world, like we women do this as well, but I feel like men do it. Like, I don't know. I guess we both do it, but I've noticed with my husband being the head of the household and the like the, the, um, the breadwinner, he really like even when things don't have to be on his shoulders, uh, he puts them on his shoulders, and I'd be like, "I'm like, sir, I I'm okay. Like you don't have to worry about that with me." He's like, "No, you don't understand because you know when we get older." And I'm like, "Bruh, real. I'm I'm the one who's always like, bruh, relax. Like relax. We're fine, okay? So <laughs> I feel like we're we balance each other in that way. Sometimes we clash for sure because of that too." But I'm always trying to be like that calm presence um, when it comes to to stuff like that. So, yes, y'all, I quit, but I have a really cool opportunity available to me and I'm really excited about it. And also, you know, I'm really hopeful. I'm really hopeful because even though I quit and nothing's exactly lined up, y'all, that was not for me. I'm in the driver's seat, okay? That was not for me. And I knew after I knew after that week, like actually after the first day on the phone, on the phones, I was drained. I was just like, ugh, this is not really what I signed up for. Like I, well, maybe it was, but I didn't know this is what I signed up for. And I'm like, I've done a job. You know, I worked my la- my, my my main job that I had for 12 years when I didn't like it for about eight of those years. And I really do believe that I missed out on a lot of cool opportunities because of that. And because I was scared and I was fearful and I wanted money or I needed the money and I didn't know how to do everything I know how to do now as far as business. And I just, you know, I was just trying to figure it out and I'm not willing to do that again. I'm like another 12 years, I'm going to be damn near 50. Okay. (laughs) Like, what do I look like making the same mistakes, you know, with the same fears? Like, what did I learn from that experience? You know, and I kept asking myself that, like, what did you learn? Are you going to stay at another job just for the money or for the potential to make money? Like, are you going to do this again? And I just, it, I was like, no, you can't. Nothing in my body felt good. Like, my body was screaming. My anxiety was high. And I was just like, this is just not it. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. This is not why God put me here. Okay. And I understand like, yes, there's a time period. We got to do things. We don't want to do hard work, but I even had talked with my therapist about it. I talked with God about it. I talked with my husband about it. I talked with God about it again. I talked with myself about it. You know, like I was, I, 
it was just there was so many there was so much evidence that in that one week that it wasn't for me so maybe in my last job I lasted 12 years you know I spent 12 years in my last job before I built up the courage and the capital okay because that's important too the finances are important we had the finances for me to be able to quit um but this job it was 12 days okay 12 years to 12 days all right like <laughs> oh 12 years a slave to 12 days like I'm just playing I'm just playing I'm just playing y'all I'm just playing um <laughs> so yeah your girl had to go and your girl did go and I'm proud of myself for doing that um and I was sharing the journey on LinkedIn and on my uh, here on the podcast and on Instagram. And I immediately told Instagram, I look y'all quick, you know, and, and I actually got a lot of support. So the thing is that I got a lot of support from sharing my story and sharing what I went through this year and also sharing where I was at. But I also got support when I said, you know what, it's not for me and I quit. And I do appreciate that, you know, and it's something that like, I didn't really need, honestly, like I didn't need it to make my decision and all that, but I appreciate it because it just goes to show, you know, when you're open and you actually share your real life and you're vulnerable, you know, people, yeah, some people are going to judge you for it, whatever, but majority of people are going to be supportive and they're going to be like, hmm, they're going to, they're going to really revere you for being able to share your truth, you know? whether they agree with it or not, whether they would have made the same moves or not. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, you should quit everything you don't like right away. But like really deep down, ask yourself, is this for you? Can you ever see it being for you? Is the payoff worth it? Like what's the benefit of you being here? What are you learning from the situation? What are you getting out of the situation? You know, where is it leading to? Do you want to grow in this area? Like, is this going to help you grow? You know, so there were so many questions I asked myself and those were some of the questions that I asked myself and it just made it a lot easier to make that decision. Yeah. And there's also something I want to share um, that Oprah also said. So this definitely aligns with my experience the past couple weeks, just being open and vulnerable. And she said, the more vulnerable and open you are willing to be with your story, the more actual understanding you create with other people and the more powerful you become. People don't think less of you for sharing your story. They think more of you for having the courage to share. And that's truly been my experience. And I'm very grateful for that. You know, I'm very grateful for that. And the thing is that it sounds kind of simple, just like share your story and be real and truthful. But it's not easy. It's it's it, it's not easy being vulnerable for a lot of people, some easier than others. But I will say the more often you do it, you know, like the easier it gets and the more you detach from the outcome, you know, people supporting you or not supporting you. I just feel like when I share, I just have to be truthful because I don't I can't like the way that I'm set up. I I'm not one of those people that could create content when my life is falling apart. You know, like I'm not that person. I'm there's no knock those people. I wish I could be that person, but like I cannot if I'm not sharing my real truth, you know, I'm I can't just go out here and create content and be all, you know, one way on the internet and the other way in real life, you know. So anyway, I hope that helped you. Um 
I just hope that this story spoke to you in some kind of way. I hope that maybe I helped you to make a decision that maybe you've been thinking about trying to mull over a bit. Um, and yeah, I appreciate you for listening. And also <laughs> we're in August, baby. Your girl's birthday is in two weeks. Okay. It's Leo season, baby. It's Leo season. It's, it's August Leo season. Cause I do believe, you know what? I got some beautiful July Leos in my life. I really do. My aunties, my, some of my closest friends, you know, but something about them August Leos, y'all, I just, you know, it's just something about us August Leos. I ain't even gonna lie. I love me an August Leo. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I'm gonna go. Your girl's gonna go to the gym um, and then prepare for my interview and get the day started and all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I will talk to y'all in the next one.